You're listening to Takeout Therapy. I'm your host, Rebecca Hunter. I'm a private practice therapist and anxiety specialist who's doing things differently. In about 20 minutes, I'm here to teach you how to deal with an everyday difficult element of life in a healthier way. This podcast is unscripted, totally unedited, just my straight up advice from years of experience. This is not therapy. It's just personal growth for people in a hurry for change. So let's get to work. Hello, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for coming back today for another personal growth boot camp. I'm going to try to keep it a little bit shorter today. I realized I've been rambling on the last couple of weeks. Hopefully the episodes on mindfulness and social media, those things hopefully were helpful to you in this crazy, crazy time of life. You know, um, this week's podcast episode is um, a theme that has come up in the therapy office this week. It's Friday. I'm at the end, as I'm recording this, I'm at the end of my week and boy, oh boy, did a theme come in this week. And I really like to talk about it when that happens, because it means that lots of people are kind of struggling with the same things. This is not a new thing that I know that people are struggling with. We're going to talk about overthinking and rumination today. Um, but it's an important thing. And I think we really just need to take a beat and realize that, yeah, the brain thinks a lot, but it doesn't really have to drive you bananas. So today I'm going to talk about what I'm going to call thought boundaries. So let's get into it. So a lot of people are coming to therapy and um, contacting me and talking about this inability to stop thinking. Like it is a circus in our minds, isn't it? And sometimes we just hook on to a subject that's probably difficult because the brain loves difficult subject matter. (laughs) That's remember, that's the whole setup of your mind is that the brain focuses on what is difficult. That's how it keeps you alive, friend. Because if you lose track of what's difficult, oh, that's going to be sad for you. Anyways, that's what the brain does, right? And so we have to understand that part of the reason that we think about negative crap all the time is because that's just kind of the function of the mind. A lot of people say, I'm so negative. I'm like, no, 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 hun, your mind, your mind is negative, right? And that's something that we can change by having boundaries. (laughs) So if you're somebody who kind of tends to get into a difficult situation and then you're up all night thinking about it and going round and round, whether it's an argument with a friend or your person or your kid or whatever, whatever, something going on at work or a decision you're trying to make, sometimes thinking about the same thing over and over and over again, is actually not that helpful. (laughs) who knew sometimes getting space from it is helpful. Remember that episode, the pause. So today we're going to just talk about boundaries in this regard, um, boundaries, right? Did you listen to that episode? That's back in there too. Boundaries is kind of what's okay with me and what's not okay with me. So as I talk about thought boundaries, what I mean is what do I want to be thinking about? And what am I just done thinking about? Okay. Because we can cause our own suffering. 
and our brains just run wild without our permission. And frankly, if you learn to have better boundaries with your thoughts, then you're doing a lot of different things. One thing you're going to save your sanity, my friend, because so many mental health diagnoses are really ways of saying that people are thinking in a certain way, way too much, just so you know. So like I specialize in anxiety and so much of the time, my friend, anxiety is a thinking disorder. We worry, we um, worry about what people, other people think about us. And we worry that we're not doing enough. And we think about things over and over and over again to death. We replay situations and conversations in our heads. You see what I'm getting at there? It's a thinking disorder. And like, you know, I work with a lot of anxious people and I teach them about how to discipline their brains because that's how we can deal with this like overthinking and some, some, uh, some super duper smart people, specialists or, um, experts have even said that it's a thinking addiction. And if you just kind of take a beat right there, like, wow, thinking addiction. Yeah. This is what I teach about in my class, my anxiety class that I have. You can find that on my website. You know, we've got to understand that we need to be in the driver's seat of this mind because it has no capacity, um, to know what the heck's going on out here. Okay. So when we start to practice thought boundaries, another thing that happens is we, we teach our mind that it's not in control and we're in control. And then we can sort of start to make changes from there, but isn't it hard to make changes because it's like your mind just kind of takes over. And so, um, once we start to have boundaries around our thinking, we can make changes there. We can learn to focus better actually by playing around with what our brain is focused on. We can actually train it to focus better. So if you have trouble with focus, this might be a good idea for you to have more thought boundaries and having thought boundaries. I think in my own life, um, I'll just speak from my experience. <laughs> it has really helped my relationships because <laughs> I don't sit around and try to figure out why the hell other people are acting the way they're acting anymore. That is not helpful. It's not productive. How can I lay in my bed at 2 AM and figure out what Mary Sue was thinking over yonder? <laughs> like that makes no sense whatsoever. And I'm going to lose a whole night of sleep over it. So, and when we sit around and think about all these different things going on in our relationships, we start behaving differently right? Like when I, when John doesn't wipe the counter and I'm mad about it and I sit around and think about how mad I am about it. Do you think the next time he walks in the room, I'm going to be nice? No, I'm not going to be nice to him. So sitting around thinking about things that a, we have no control over and B are not productive or helpful to our lives. It's a waste of time and it's a waste of your focus and it's a waste of your sanity, my friend. So let me talk to you really quickly about how in the heck to knock that off. And I am working on this too, because of course I think about things I don't really want to be thinking about either. So 
Um, I do, before I get into this how thing, I want to tell you that I have a handout to back this um, podcast episode up. I've had this handout on my website for a really long time. And so go to my um, page that says free resources and you'll find it there. It's a handout to help you with an overthinking problem. I also actually have a little um, course, a little class that I don't really sell anymore, but I'll give you the link to it in my show notes in case it interests you. And it's just like a $30 class on um, how to stop overthinking, frankly. So some of the ideas that I'm about to explore, it just goes like way down deep into those. It's $37, the overthinking solution. I um, put that together probably three years ago, and it's a great little short class. So let me talk to you about how the heck to have better boundaries around your thinking. The first thing you have to do, my friend, is to know your thinking. And that is the hardest thing ever. (laughs) But I know that sometimes you'll wake up in the trance of thinking, just like I do, and go, holy crap, I'm still thinking about that? Wow. Okay. So right there, as soon as you notice Just commit to change, figure out if it's helpful and if it's productive. And if not, if it's driving you bananas, commit to stop. So when you notice those thoughts come in, say you're focused on, um, I think a good, um, uh, relational thing that we can all, um, hook into is the end of an, a relationship. It's so hard, you know, and we get so stuck right there and there's a lot of thinking. And when it's gone on for a really long time, days and days, weeks and weeks, months and months, as it does, we're not doing ourselves a good service there. It's time to move forward. So if we're settled up in the relationship and it's done over and we need to move on, then it's time to move on. And so we need to commit to leave those thoughts behind because we're just running ourselves right back into the suffering, you know, ugh, it's so miserable. We commit to making that change. We understand like this isn't going to get any better as long as I allow my brain to keep doing this. That's really the point of it. Right. And so we commit when I say commit, I mean like commit to yourself my friend, because if you can't make commitments to yourself, then we've got to take a look at your relationship with yourself. I don't know about you, but I don't like to be in relationships with people that make commitments and then don't follow through on them. How about you? (laughs) Right. And we're stuck with ourselves. So we have to make these little commitments. So I'm not going to think about this X, right? I'm not going to think about this lost love anymore. I'm just going to move forward. So when I notice I'm already committed to not doing it. And when the thoughts come in, I can just say no, I can just say no. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. And again, I give, I I go way into this in my class, but a simple no will do my friends. You're thinking, thinking, I notice I'm thinking, just say no. Now it's time to move the focus of your thoughts. And you can do that using a little phrase that kind of like, now I'm going to just breathe, or now I'm going to go outside and stand in the grass and smell 
nature, right? Now I'm going to drink a cup of tea. Now I'm going to take a walk. Maybe I'm going to call a friend. Am I going to then talk to them about that? No, no, I'm not. So commit to stop, commit to say no. You know, we are, people think they're the victim of their thoughts. Well, I just keep thinking about it. Well, it's because you haven't created thought boundaries, my friend. You haven't told your mind, this is not okay with me. I will not be thinking about this anymore. It's really interesting. I had a situation um, a few weeks ago where there's like this dumb kind of um, obscure drama in one of my um, social circles and somebody asked me about it and I just looked at her and I said, you know what? I'm not going to give any more of my energy to thinking about that or talking about that. And I really hope that you can respect that. And she said, oh my gosh, of course I can. Absolutely. Good for you. Like this work, you guys, it takes commitment. It takes talking about it out loud. And it takes like being in a good enough relationship with yourself so that you can say, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not thinking about this and I'm not going to give it any more of my focus or my attention. If you follow through on this a little at a time, it's not like, don't go for hundred percent ever go 50, (laughs) right? Go for a good 50. If you get to a good 50% of the time that you're like, no, I'm not thinking about this. And you're able to refocus. You're making progress. Try to get to 70, try to get to 80 and baby, you are good to go. You will have a calmer mind. You will have a brain that responds to your boundaries, your discipline. And frankly, without all that thinking, you're going to be way more present in your life. And that is where it's at, my friend, being present. So I hope this episode was helpful. Thought boundaries. How about that? I just like invented something. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope it was helpful and I'll, um, I'll be in touch soon. Thanks. I hope you found today's episode helpful. Your reviews, your likes, sharing it with friends and just following or subscribing to this podcast. It really helps it get out to more people. So that's just how this game goes, this podcast deal. So here's my ask. Will you just take an action that will help more of us? It doesn't matter what it is. I'd really appreciate it. And so will your friends and family. Okay. If you don't already know, I've spent years specializing in helping people with anxiety. So have you experienced any anxiety lately? Uh, Yeah, a lot of people have. I wanted to let you know, I do have an online class that will totally school you in the art of ditching an anxiety problem. So whether you're taking meds for it or doing therapy, or maybe you're more into self-help, my class is gonna launch you into recovery mode because the non-negotiable fact is this. The only way to get rid of an anxiety problem is to do some personal growth work, my friend. Learning about anxiety, getting mindfulness skills, right? Otherwise known as brain discipline and presence and developing a better relationship with yourself are all crucial elements of anxiety recovery, period. Game over. If you want to find out more, head to my site and join my class. It's called Back to Calm. Thanks for being here. Thank you.